0: Welcome, faith family, to another panel discussion. Uh, I'm your host, Dan Herpster, and I'm joined by today's partner in crime, Mike Workman. Uh, Well, we just heard a great sermon today uh, from 2 Samuel, uh, story of King David fleeing Jerusalem, and Absalom, the upstart son, uh, bloodless coup, Walking into Jerusalem. And, but man, so many theological truths packed in there. So we're happy to just at least scratch the surface on some of the things that uh, Kyle brought forth for us today. Well, Mike, let's just start with a nice softball. How are you most encouraged by today's message?
1: Well, t- two ways in particular. Uh, he started off, Kyle started off the, his prayer talking about he wanted to make christ seen clearly mm. in this and I, for me he succeeded in that and i there was a section uh when he was we watching david but in reality i see a, or maybe that's a shadow towards mm-hmm. what's to come so he did a really good job of, of pointing me um to christ and then the, i think the other thing and i don't know it, it's it is an encouragement but it is uh something just to be aware of is that we, we weren't designed for this path to be easy. And that kind of sh- shocked me out of mm. my little moment, but there's a lot of peace that comes mm. with that too. So there's, that was the two ways.
0: Yeah, no, I, I it kind of reminded me of Kyle's, uh, cle- at least aspects of the sermon reminding me of Kyle's Ecclesiastes uh, uh, mm. series. And it just, one of the big takeaways for the, for me from that book is it gives us permission to not be great all the time, or to not feel great all the time, for things to not be going well all the time. And in fact, you should expect that in the Christian life. Peter promises that we will endure suffering, but he says that it'll strengthen our faith, which is precious. And uh, we have throughout the scripture, we know that uh, God will lead his people, whether it's Job in the Old Testament or us in this day, through suffering. It's part of being in the fallen world. It's part of the sovereign good plan of God. But we have that hope that it is worth it, that the good God does have a plan. And no matter how how much we realize that we're out of control, God is always, Mm -hmm. always in control. Uh, Well, what are some other things that that you uh, took away from today's sermon?
1: Well, and so let me kind of drill in a little bit more. And and I think since these are designed so that families talk about Mm -hmm um the sermon and and hopefully maybe i haven't done a good job personally uh, thinking about that um but I, I think it's important that as a f- that, that connie and i um sit down and we talk about this tonight too is the the warning that came along with that our path isn't going to be wine and roses it's we're never promised that but there's a warning too that that kyle really emphasized, and, and that was, sometimes suffering makes us worse. Mm-hmm. And you, you so I, I was jolted at the beginning, now I'm really thinking, man, that's scary. And, and it is, it should be scary to a believer. He gave us the remedy for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the remedy obviously was, uh, he, he used the afflicted saint to Christ draw near. Mm. And I wrote down, just draw near to Christ, Mike. Just draw near mm-hmm. to Christ. Uh, and, and so that was a, that was another thing that I think as a as a family, and I know other families out here that are watching us, that we need to talk about with each other. What what are what are we going to do in that time of mm-hmm. affliction?
0: Yeah, I, I thought of a very practical application uh, in there, and specifically in this instance. Here's here's a person hurling false accusations at yeah. David, treating him disrespectfully, and even uh you know maybe not lethal force but at least insulting force with rocks and dust and and and, and everything what's what's our gut what's my gut i mean I, i've uh people might not realize this but i you know a little red-headed boy i had quite a temper and i still have it. it's right there but by god's grace and the holy spirit i've been able to to keep that in check but those of us who struggle with with anger we just know like oh man to being dissed like that I mean you just don't do that and 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 feel like we're justified by escalating things returning uh wrong for wrong in there and feeling justified but in this moment obviously David we know did not always act in a in a righteous way but here in this moment the the humiliation humbled him and 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 kind of clarified things for him and he said No, no no let God deal with him God's allowing this. The sovereign, good God is allowing even this abuse to be heaped on me. Um, that's that's that that's helpful. Just practical example of us how we're to what Christ says: turn the other cheek. Now that doesn't mean we can't defend ourselves uh, as far as you know, like right of self-defense or anything. Um, but you know, we're really tempted to bl- to blow our stack when people just don't treat us with the respect we think we deserve, or we're tempted to, to escalate things. That's just a good example there that, that David uh, and Christ, even the, the greater example modeled of not returning evil for evil, but overcoming uh, evil with good. What are some other just like, are there any other practical applications that kind of uh, stood out to you just for like for even for daily living?
1: Um. We don't. So I'm looking at these last applications and I could answer mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. And, and, and go into all, all of one. So I'm just trying to look um, if, you know, from my personal life, the, the final applications, I, I guess what I'm talking about, when sure. he talked about when we bre- rebel against Christ, mm. uh, it won't end well. Yes. I, I'm, I'm a living testimony to that. And I'm sure that others are, are mm-hmm. also. Um, and uh it, I guess maybe the first one we were talking about this before we went on is uh, the advisors should point us to scripture mm-hmm. and the instructions that are cr- clearly and in, in, you know uh, in in my flesh I want to hear someone who <coughs> kind of confirms or affirms what I feel at the moment. Mm-hmm. <coughs> That's not what I need to do. Yes.
0: The, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, what what is our uh, our inclination is to justify ourselves, <coughs> right? And that affects. Um, you know, who we go to for, for advice. I remember Kyle was uh, texting with me a little bit about his sermon. And um, uh, one of the things I, I told him just as far as like <laughs> modern day Ahithophels. There's all kinds of modern day Ahithophels. I wrote this. Modern Ahithophels are all over social media, talk shows, and the self-help aisle at your local bookstore. <laughs> also, Ahithophel has a lots of award-winning podcasts too. It is so easy for us to go out there and find people that will tell us what we want to hear will confirm us in our sins, or they'll excuse our ruthlessness, like uh, what Ahithophel told um, Absalom to do here to violate David's harem. That was worldly wisdom. That was the wisdom of that world at that time. Like, hey, that's good, what's going to really seal your the deal as far as your takeover of the throne from your father. But it was wicked. It was it was evil. And uh, just because it made good worldly sense, does not mean that was what what God. Uh, wanted. So again, beware of going out there and, and all the resources that we have today to find counselors that will only affirm us uh, in what we want to do. And of course, we know, um, you know, what good advice is going to do is like what Kyle did today is point us to Christ. Uh, honestly, uh, and, and really thinking about the true king and rebelling against uh, the true king, what Absalom's doing here, it just tied in really well with our seminar today. We were talking about faith and repentance. And really, one of, we talked about one of the ways that we can illustrate repentance is surrendering. Mm-hmm. We acknowledge that that Christ is our king and we forfeit the right to make uh, decisions to go our own way and we surrender uh, to his control. And, and because Paul says that we are by nature enemies of God, it's fitting that we would lay down our arms and, and, and surrender yeah. uh, to God. What are some other things that, that jumped out to you?
1: Um, I, I really enjoyed or er, Caught my attention um, as we see David leave, and then Kyle just instantly begins to point me to let's let's watch this with Christ. Mm. Let's see the shadows of what's to come, and you know, like with any sermon that I that I hear at Faith Family, I am pointed towards Christ. Mm. I may not know exact. I may know the chapter. I may not know how he's going to get there, <clears throat> but it was such a good thing. And and once again, not even weekly, but daily, I need to be pointed to Christ kind of, mm-hmm. because I just I prone to wonder. Yes. And, and so to to hear that it was just uh, and I could go, you know, point by and point, person by person uh, and <clears throat> all these individuals that are. Uh, that that he talks about today, uh, but to be pointed towards Christ. That, I mean, what what mm-hmm. better what better way to walk away from yeah. uh, um,
0: a service? Yeah, no, I I love Kyle again. He he, I say this just about every week, but Kyle just really models for us finding Christ in the Old Testament in a way though that's faithful to the text. Yes. He's not just dreaming it up or every image, uh, being uh, loose with the text. Um, and, and, I, and I find, and I just want to encourage people who are watching this to realize, uh, Kyle's not just doing this. I mean, he, d- he does this uh, every week because he wants you to see Christ from the, the, the Old Testament. He wants to see wants you to see Christ. But he's also trying to model for you how you can find Christ from the Old Testament. Uh, so, I've, you know, sometimes I'll get people like, oh, I could never do that. I, or just, this is just mind-blowing how the gospel ha- is everywhere in, in the Scripture in one sense, and we can get to Christ in one sense. Kyle is modeling that for you. So I even found myself in in as I was listening, um, uh, you know, as he starts to allude to a king with bloody feet. And he starts talking about a king with a bloody head or a king who's experiencing humiliation. I'm like, ooh, ooh, I, think, I, 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 I think I know where he's going with this. I think I know where he's going with that. And we, we hope that that as you begin to sit under this preaching that you'll start to see those hints. And then, of course, there's that the, that portion of the sermon where he basically did a compare and contrast of King David, and David's greater son, Jesus, and how Jesus is the greater king, he's the sinless one, he was suffered even though he didn't deserve it, um, and yet he he, uh, walked those same steps as a substitute for those who would turn from their sins and believe in Jesus. So again, just a powerful way, and our prayer for you is not that that you just appreciate that in the sermon, but that you will learn uh, how you can, as you study the Bible yourself, see these connections. So, uh, anything else, uh, Mike, to add there? No. Well, just
1: to confirm what you said is that in in the three years that my wife and I have been here, in our in my personal reading, how setting under this type of, of preaching has affected the way that I read the Old Testament, mm-hmm. and, and it's not always easy for me, and sometimes I know that I missed big parts but I'm better than I was three years ago yeah and and so that's what I would you know today as uh, as we're finishing this up that would be one of the things I would encourage Mm. people just like you did is in your in your personal reading look Mm -hmm. look it's easy maybe in Matthew and Mark and Luke yeah uh, not so easy in Samuel but you we've we've seen that just modeled for us
0: Yeah. And some of you might counter like, listen, I can't do what Kyle does. And you're right. You probably can't. Kyle has special talents and he devotes himself 90% of his time during the week to preparing for this sermon. Um, So maybe we're not all going to do it at that level, but you can see Christ in the Old Testament. He basically commands us to there on the road to to Emmaus. Yes. So if you have any questions about how to do that properly, uh, reach out to us and we can recommend some study Bibles, some resources that will help you see this on your own. That and like if you have a passage and you're wondering how to find Christ in it, you know, you would not be imposing on any of your elders if you come out uh, walk up to us or send us an email and ask us believe it or not we love talking about the Bible and it's one of our favorite things to do so you're not troubling us if you bring a passage to us and ask those kinds of questions we might not be able to give you a detailed answer right then we might give you a hot take and then come back after we've done some study but our our goal though is not just that we would feed you on Sundays but that we would train you to feed yourself in your own daily uh, Bible reading in your own personal walk with God those are two essential aspects of the Christian life. Uh, Hearing great preaching is one, but you also need to do your part in in hungering after God's Word and feeding yourself from the Word. And so that's one of the many things we hope you get from the sermons is how to do that well for you and for your families. Well, thank you, faith family, for taking some time to watch this video. We hope this has been a help. Uh, We look forward to seeing you next Sunday as uh, Kyle exposits 2 Samuel chapter 17.